Welcome to Quilt and Tell, where quilters who love all aspects of the craft, from traditional and contemporary to art and modern, share their passion and perspectives on all things quilty. I'm Tracy Mooney. I'm Lori Baker. And I'm Ginger Sheehy Tag. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of Quilt and Tell. Guess what? Lori and Ginger are back. Yay! Yay! So we're doing a full episode just catching up. Are you ready to chat? Always. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I have missed you guys so much. Me too. I know. It's so funny because I was like realizing like the last time we had talked, it was before the wedding because I don't think yes. we've talked, Lori, That's since right. you're, uh, yeah, right. this is your grandson's wedding, correct? Granddaughter. Daughter. I was close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so how did you go? It was wonderful. It was absolutely wonderful. Aww. It was beautiful. My daughter-in-law just really likes to do decorating kinds of things. So the wedding was beautiful. Oh, my granddaughter looked wonderful. Um, you got the dress done in time because you were hemming. Was it her dress you were hemming? No, it was one of my other granddaughters was one of the bridesmaids. So I had to hem her dress. Yes. Oh my um, goodness. So Aww. I had a granddaughter that was the bride and two granddaughters who were bridesmaids okay. and a grandson who was the ring bearer. Oh, and it was just, it was truly wonderful. It was just magical. All right. And more importantly, how did they like the quilt? They loved the quilt. And I have to tell you, this is a little bit cutting it close. Ooh. I finished the quilt at nine o'clock in the morning on the day they got married. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you get any sleep? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I was close enough that, that I knew I could finish it. I didn't have to stay up all night. Um, but it felt really good when that last little bit of the label was done and I could put it in the bag to give it away. Oh, wow. that's so great. So they did. I they will, loved it. They did. They did. Uh, it was so fun. Uh, Zach sent me pictures of when they were opening it. And they examined the front, they examined the back, and then they specifically looked for the label. Oh, What did you put? Did you put anything special on the label at all? Or just what do you normally, yeah? I didn't do what I normally do at all. Because okay. normally I put the name of the quilt and where I'm from and the date and my name. And this one, I said something about best wishes for long and successful whatever and grandma lori <laughs> oh that's awesome oh my gosh that's gonna be just something they can treasure forever mm -hmm. and ever oh and then there's another cool thing one of hunter's grandmothers is also a quilter <gasps> so they included the pictures of the quilt that grandma barb made and it's a scott flanagan pattern no way. Of course. <laughs> wow. If that is not the universe coming together, yes. you know? Oh, oh that's yes. so funny. Yes. Did you let Scott know? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I sent him a picture. Oh, wow. <laughs> so Barb oh. and I, this other grandmother, when she found out that I was Hunter's, uh, Tristan's grandmother, she started emailing me 
and she's just a jam. Um, and one of her last emails that that I just thought was so wonderful was she said something about those kids will never have to worry about being cold with us around. <laughs> so true. That is so true. Yes. Oh, that is great. I well, you're like a, a celebrity in the family to her. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Aww. It's fun. Good. And then you forgot to ask about my trip to Texas and Missouri. Oh, yes. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Before we do that, because I was about to ask a question. Oh, okay. What about your quilted jacket? Did you wear yes, it? Yes, I was going to ask too. <laughs> I was going to ask that too. I did not wear the quilted jacket. Oh. It was too warm. Oh, so I wore the lace vest mm -hmm. and I still haven't worn the quilted jacket except oh. just that little bit that I wore it at Missouri Star. Can I just say that I wore mine today? We had our first snow yesterday here in Colorado. And so yes. I wore it into work today. Oh my God, I felt so amazing. I like put it on and I was like, yeah, I'm going to work. I love it. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was great. So I was very thankful for it to finally be cold enough and it was perfect. <laughs> cool. I love that. Cool. Okay. So now tell us about the trip. Yes. Okay. So I went to Texas to see my sister and to teach at a quilt retreat for her and a few of her friends. And the quilt retreat was a delight. I had that student that every teacher wants to have. Her name's Annette, and she knew what she was doing mm -hmm. enough that if I wasn't really clear about something, she'd ask a leading question. So when I answered her question, I cleared up any confusion I'd left behind. Every teacher wants that student. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Aww. So that was delightful. Um, and then I went to Missouri Star and got to spend time with Michelle from Maywood Studio and uh, Belle, who is one of the other mm -hmm. Maywood makers. I love Belle. She's great. Yes. It and this was, was for the birthday, for the birthday yes, bash. The birthday yes, bash the birthday for Missouri bash. Star. Yes, yes. When I had gone, when I went to Missouri Star over the summertime, I was getting flyers about that. And I kept joking. I was like, can I come back? Can I come back? I, I wanted to come <laughs> back so badly. So I got to live vicariously through you, Lori. <laughs> it yeah. was it was really, really, really fun. Um Michelle and Belle were delightful to work with. I can't say that enough. And then just, you know, when you get around a bunch of quilty people, 99.9% .9 of them are just delightful. Yep. Um, the folks from, oh, I just lost the name of it. The, the bag company that you like so well, Ginger. Oh, yes, the Sally Tomato. Yes, Sally Tomato was there. <laughs> And I had my bag that you had given me and took it over. And I said, you just need to know that you have a fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they were, oh. they were super, super delightful. Oh, that's so great. Well, good. Well, I'm so glad you got to show off your bag. That was one I was really proud of, too, because I had quilted. The two I did for you guys, I actually quilted. And uh, I wish I could do more. I want to do more of those because that was really fun. And they, they're cool bags because they're not just, you know, a couple pieces of fabric slapped mm -hmm. together with a little flap. They've got zippers and pockets, pockets. and yes. Yes. Nice. No, this is the zippy, zippy bag, I think is what it's I called. I think that's the <laughs> <name> <laughs> it's got so many. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Aww. 
I use it often. I hope you know. It's my, my regular concert going bag. Oh, well, and it's really funny because what I did was I actually, um, over the last month, I made the pattern a little bigger because that was like the feedback I got from people who I had made bags for. And so I added an inch to everything. And it was amazing. Like it makes it such a bigger bag. And I made about 20 of them. Oh. And I actually sold them at my mom's Christmas bazaar that they had. Oh. Oh and it was gosh, amazing. I forgot about that. Now I have Christmas gifts yeah. to give to people done already. So wow. Yes. So that was awesome. So it was really good. And um, and I didn't like gouge people for them. I think I was selling them for like $35. So it was just like, for me, it was just more like I recouped my cost. I think I sold like three and I was like, all right, well, now everything's profit. <laughs> and I do, I think I ended up selling like 15 of them. At oh, wow. The, awesome. It was great. And it was so funny though, because I had my daughter Parker there with me and all the people who bought it was all the grandmothers buying for their grandkids. And Parker right. was like, oh, yeah, your grandkids will love these. Yeah. And it was great. <laughs> and she came on one day, but she didn't come on the second day. And I wish I had had her because I was like, oh, she could have totally sold that. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> well, good. Well, so what else happened at the, um, like, you guys did the birthday bash. Like, what was that like? There were hundreds and hundreds of people, first of all. Oh, and they wow. did. One of the things that I really liked was they, they did this thing where we built a birthday cake, only we built it out of fabric and oh. notions. And that was just fun, fun, oh, fun. I and bet. then the, the, the people attending could buy uh, tickets. So they were raffled off in essence. Nice. Oh, fun. And it was just cool. It was cool. Every All the benefits from that went to uh, the Quilt Museum oh, there in, nice. in Hamilton. Just so fun. Uh, Jenny popped around through the vendor area nice. uh, as we were setting up just to thank everybody for being there. She's such a nice lady, too. Oh, yeah. The whole family is awesome. Yes, oh. yes. And the place that we stayed was... Um, in their retreat center. Oh. And it's like upstairs in an old office building. And I love old architecture. Oh. So it was it was really fun. Really, really fun. Oh, it sounds, sounds amazing. Great. I'm yes. jealous. I'm the only one here who hasn't gone yet. You Which need to. We I can't just make a road trip. Gone. I know. <laughs> we talk about it often. I know. Uh, so ginger. Yes. <laughs> do you have any news you want to share? I do. And it's so funny because I feel like I've been sitting on it for a long time, um, mainly um, that because I had like known about this for a while and then I was actually able to talk about it. But um, I have a new job. I, uh, I ended up leaving the company, unfortunately, um, but I've still been lucky enough to talk with you guys and stay in touch with pretty much everybody who I worked with. So I feel like I, I've been able to at least touch base in some way with everyone. But I am a teacher now. I am working for my local school district. And I got to tell you guys, I love it. I absolutely love it. I am teaching uh, three different classes. It's at this amazing place. It's called the Innovation Center. And it's open to ninth to 12th graders throughout the whole entire district. And it's basically, I teach electives. So they take buses from their own schools and they're able to come during 
during the blocks of time that we've got those classes offered. And I am teaching studio production, which I absolutely love. And I'm teaching a TriCaster class, which is more like a broadcasting, like a live broadcasting class. Mm -hmm. And they've got me teaching video game design. Me, who never, ever has played video games. Like I just, the last (laughs) time I remember playing was like Pac-Man and Donkey Kong. It is hilarious. And can I just tell you, those students are my favorite. Like they are amazing. They, I was like flat out honest with them. I was like, all right, guys, I have this curriculum. I'm going to walk you through it, but I do not play video games. And they were like, it's okay. We'll do it. And they're (laughs) awesome. They are so great. So is it completely life switch? Like, it's so funny. The, the building where I work at is five minutes behind my house. So I feel like Tracy, you and I kind of switch because you have some news coming up too. But yeah, yeah, so I, I used to have like an hour long commute. Now it's a five minute commute and that's with dropping my daughter off at school and coming in. So that's been just a lovely, nice change of, of just pace. And, um, I really, I think the most shocking thing is how much I really enjoy working with the kids. It's just been amazing. And what's cool is we have these project teams. We actually pay the students to work on contracted work that we get. So like the city that we live in, city of Longmont, they paid our kids to do a bunch of safety videos and the kids do everything. We have a project leader and they get paid like a minimum wage uh, payment, but it's still not bad for, you know, the the time that they're here. So um, that is a whole nother aspect. So I'm just managing all of these different projects that the kids are actually doing. So it's been so much fun, just such a different world, such a, you know, I miss talking about quilting and sewing on a daily basis, but I still get my fix. And now it's like I get to do sewing and it is just for me. So it's kind of fun. And and I don't know, it was just definitely a life change that I felt like I needed. And um, so far, so good. <laughs> well, good for you. Yeah. But it's so funny though, because I had uh, found out that they had offered me the job earlier in the spring and I didn't want to say anything because I wanted, uh, school doesn't start till August. So it was a hard oh, couple gosh. of months, like not to say anything and knowing Ow. that it was coming and it, it was tough. It was super stressful. So it was just, it was... I was happy but sad when I finally was able to say, okay, guys, guess what? You know, I'm, I'm, I've got this new opportunity. So, but everybody was so supportive and so happy for me. So it was good. So it worked out well. All that stress for nothing. I tend to so do that a lot. Were you thinking about going into teaching before that? or Absolutely not. No, no. And it was so funny. It was a friend of my daughter's. Her, She is the head of communications um, for our school district. And she knew I did video production. And there was this opening. They were looking for somebody to take over. So like my official title is I'm the studio technician. It's pretty cool. Like it's awesome. So I get to, um, yeah, I, I just, she asked me about it and I was like, well, yeah. And I did teach on a college level. I taught some video production at the university of, uh, Colorado, both at the Boulder campus and the Denver campus. So I had some teaching experience and the whole idea behind where I'm working is it's career development. Like they want you to teach it like it's real world experience. I've got plenty of real world experience doing production. Mm -hmm. And so it's been amazing. Like it's been really good. And I'm learning how to design video games now too. So (laughs) (laughs) 
a little plus there. Yes, it is. It is. It's so funny. But uh, yeah, so I'm definitely looking at the world completely different. And I've noticed like for me, I have so much more patience with my daughter now, like helping her with her homework and everything. I was like, oh my God, we didn't yell at each other once when you were, I was helping you. This is amazing. Like, I just feel like it, it, like it has, it's just been a really lovely life change and something I did not see coming at all. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. So I think that kind of explains why why things have been a little uh, weird. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's been a little strange. Yeah, because we've all had to make it. It was like when Lori yeah. retired, you know, we had to make adjustments and, and do everything. So, uh, yeah, but uh, the three of us, we're still hanging. We're still, yes. you know, and I love it. We still have our text. Our text threads are strong. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe less frequent, though. I know. We all seem to be a little crazy busy, but. Yeah. But that's yes. okay. Well, yeah. And speaking of which, Tracy, you had some big <laughs> life changing stuff too. Yes. Yes. I had to move. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I, I no longer live like right next to the office. I live about 10 miles away. And the nice thing about our move, even though it's still today's my last day getting out of the other apartment, we moved to a, a three bedroom. And so now I have my own office slash sewing studio nice that's great a a bonus it'll be better once um so so ginger and Lori can actually see we can all see (laughs) each other and they can see the mess of boxes and like piles of quilts behind me and lots of fabric (laughs) can i I tell you guys the funniest story yeah we so uh, a few months back i decided that i was going to purge some of my things you know I mean I get I got a bunch of books to review I get different supplies and sometimes we get like the headers of fabrics and we get to bring them home after a while after the the fabric collection is no longer current and so I had all this stuff that I kind of took out of like feeling guilty at our office we used to do these like big when Lori was was there we used to do these big like grabs i don't know mm-hmm. how, what to, how to describe them Lori, but you know they would put all of the things on a big table in the middle, middle of our sewing studio and we would each get to pick one item at a time until the pile was gone well we would all go home with like giant boxes of stuff and it's not you know like at times like i think i grab stuff that you know wasn't necessarily my style but i felt guilty for it you know, yeah. like, it was still there. And so, um, so I started putting together these bags that I was planning to like either bring back to the office to offer up or maybe donate. And, uh, I put them all in my, in my closet and then I never did anything with it. Cause like all these things happened, I got sick and then, and then we found out we had to move. And so it was like the last thing on my mind. And so I grabbed the bags And I went to go, you know, like start a little like donation pile as we were packing. And I'm not sure what happened other than one day I was like, you know, maybe I should take some of these things. We've got this really great consignment shop in Denver where you can bring things and you can like, you know, sell them. And I thought, you know, maybe some of these things like I should sell, you know, maybe someone else can use them and and Goodwill maybe might still end up in a landfill or something like that. Right. And the other thing was I had them in my good quilt market bags. Mm. You know, you know, the ones, Lori. (laughs) And I didn't want to put them in those to travel. I wanted to keep those for myself. So I was trying to transfer them into like paper bags and things that like weren't as, as dear to me. And um, 
I go into this one bag and there was this fabric on top that one of our old coworkers had brought in that was like a decorator weight fabric and it looks like Burberry. And I started to have second thoughts, like maybe I shouldn't give that away. Maybe I'll use that sometime for a project. It's really pretty. So I go to take the fabric out of the bag and underneath it is a color option that I had done for one of the magazines. Totally didn't mean to put that in the donation pile either. And so I was like, oh, that's weird. So I go to grab that out and underneath that was two fat quarter stacks of tulip pink fabric. What? Oh my gosh. That's like the quilting fairies, like just like, you know, totally taking care of you there. Exactly. (laughs) I thought, oh my goodness. And I realized it was a bag. It was not a donation bag. It was a bag that I had had for like a while that had like an English paper piecing project in it that I'm using tulip pink fabric for. (laughs) And so I was like, oh my gosh, no, I didn't mean to put this over here. So there you go. So that was like one of the um, heart attack moments. Oh yeah. Uh, no, know. that would have been like a lovely surprise for somebody though. That would oh, be like, so yes, oh, yeah. exactly. Can you imagine getting a fat quarter stack of cool paint for $5 oh, at Goodwill. <laughs> Maybe they might've sold it for $2. You know? <laughs> oh, They'd be yeah. like, Man, that Tracy is so generous. Right? <laughs> yeah. And I wonder how long it would have taken for me to realize that, Oh my God, that's gone. Like, where yeah. 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 So we've had quite a few moments of like finding things that I couldn't find, like, you know, my favorite winter hat to things that like my daughter couldn't find a beloved stuffed animal that she had purchased at the Renegade Craft Fair in Chicago like a few years back when she was small and she still had it. And we have no idea what happened to it. And so I'm afraid it might have gotten lost in in the previous move or perhaps my husband didn't realize that that one was a keeper special you know she's got a lot of stuffed animals so oh trust me i have bags and bags and bags of them that i basically (laughs) like okay come christmas because i'm a teacher i get two weeks off at christmas yay i was like (laughs) we're cleaning (laughs) i was like you gotta decide but some of those bags are going so there's light at the end of the tunnel and I and I have that inkling that I really, really want to start making things. And, you know, now that I'll have a dedicated space, I don't know, it yeah. just feels a little better. I don't know why. Like, it feels like I'm looking to have more fun and mm-hmm. less work. And maybe it's just because previously I could see the table from my desk and I could see all the things that were not finished yet or, right. you know, were work related all day. And now it's kind of a little separate space where I can shut the door and leave things out or, you know, not worry yeah. about it. Oh, well, good. You'll get there. You'll get there. Just yeah. take your time, you know, get, get settled in first and yeah, it'll, it'll happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indeed. All right. So I found a video the other day that I've been dying to tell you guys about, especially Ooh. you, Lori. Because it's something that I'm not sure if you've seen or not. I'm not sure how old the video is. I don't think it's that old. But it's a woman who has a, a YouTube channel. Her name is Terry Rowland. I believe she is from Canada because of the way she pronounces things. I could be completely wrong. 
maybe I shouldn't have said that because who knows? I could be completely wrong. I don't know where she's from. So anyway, she did a series of videos called the color wash quilt. Mm. And basically it is simple, like kind of looks like a square inside of a square. So it's kind of like the center of a log cabin, except that there's a center square or rectangle. I just brought it up. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Rectangle and in the middle, and then you do strips that you sew around the edges. And, um, and by the way, Ginger, we're leaving that in because that's funny. (laughs) That is so me. It's not, you know, if I'm not interrupting with an Instagram video or something. No idea how often that happens. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, it is beautiful. Holy cow. I know. I know. Um, so basically she just makes these little bundles and she, she sews them, you know, like, um, chain pieces them Mm -hmm. and then and then trims them all to the same size. Her square size is three and a half inches. Okay. That's a lot. And then she talks a lot about blending the colors because basically it's just this little square unit. Right. Uh And she uses nothing but her scraps. Wow. And she just chooses colors that she likes and puts it together. But then she was talking a little bit about like Tula fabrics and cave fabrics and how those are perfect blenders mm-hmm. to get her from one color in the quilt to the next color. Yep. These quilts are gorgeous. And apparently she just did a whole like kind of inspiration quilt along thing. And so I happened to see it from another video that um person YouTuber that I follow and happened to click on the link to see what she was talking about and she pointed everybody to her this terry Rollins youtube channel to see the actual process i am obsessed <laughs> that's awesome oh my gosh just like the initial like i'm seeing the quilt that she's mm-hmm. got hanging behind her on just this one yep. video and yep. holy cow i Isn't love that gorgeous? it do i need to take a screenshot Lori, and send it to you please Because if I try to find it, see, Ginger knows how to escape when it starts making noise. It'd take me five minutes to figure it out. That's that's only because I've done it nine million times. (laughs) I have to make sure my volume is down so I can skip over the the political ad that's in the beginning, you know, because, of course, it's like a political ad. All right. Here we go, Lori. I'm sending it to you right now. One of them. Anyway, she's got more than one. Um, and of course, I'll put a link in the show notes for everybody to see the video and um, to follow her. It just seems like a really fun way to use up your scraps. Oh, yeah. All right, Lori's looking. Lori's wow, looking. it's gorgeous, isn't it? <laughs> <gasps> yeah, that's just scraps. And it's so funny. That's not the first time that I've heard that about Tula and calf fabrics mm-hmm. um, uh, as far as blenders and like using mm-hmm. those. I think I had done something with uh, Jenny K. Parks before and she mm-hmm. had recommended that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's awesome. Oh yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Some of the prints have multiple colors, so it makes it easy to sort of pick the next color mm-hmm. that you're going to go into. And she talks a little bit um, there in, in the series that I saw, there were three videos in the series. And in the first one, she talks a little bit about how um, she'll just go to her scrap pile and she'll take a little a little box and she'll just load it up with one color. 
And so in her example, she was using sort of a lime green and, and then she had another little pile of just little squares for the center that were all different colors so that she could pick a strip or, you know, a chunk of fabric. And then she basically told you what size to cut the strips into. And then she makes little piles of like the little, the, the lime green and then whatever the color center is, and then puts it next to her sewing machine and then she just sits there and she just sews yeah and then she uses one ruler to trim everything Mm. and so it's just really clever and you know it's funny because it's i've seen that type of quilt before but i don't think i saw it in a way that really made sense of Mm -hmm. recreating it yeah well i'm curious would you have to only do it in the three was it three and a half inch squares? Could you do it in bigger squares? No, she actually talks about if you wanted it to be bigger, you could do, she suggested like four and a half inches. And I forgot if she gave the measurements for that, yeah. but basically you can make it whatever size you want. Cause to and me, that would be like the downfall. Cause like that just looks like small. so much stuff. Yes. And it's <laughs> yeah. so funny when I see the small stuff like that, and I know Lori's probably thinking the same. Cause I know it's, it is, that's like, it's time consuming yeah. um, right. to do that. And so it, it's so funny. It just depends on the kind of mood I'm in. Cause sometimes I am into that where it's like, okay, yeah, I just want something I can, you know, chain piece and do, and you know, that's fine. Um, but right now I'm definitely not in that headspace Cause I'm looking at that <laughs> and I'm like, oh my goodness, that's so many squares. I'm like, oh, oh, but, oh yeah, so I love that kind of stuff and then I hate it when I'm yeah. making it mm-hmm. <laughs> yep yeah I would probably make my squares a little bigger well and I think that smaller things are not nearly as forgiving as larger mm-hmm. things if yeah. you're sewing a miniature quilt and you miss by two threads mm-hmm. you can yeah. see it it's mm-hmm. visible yeah. if you're sewing a 12 inch block and you miss by two threads oh well yeah. No big oh, deal. Wow. Nobody nice. will see that. Well, yeah. unless it's got like, it, you know, 20,000 pieces in that. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, thank you for that recommendation though. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to spend some time there. Yeah. Like I said, I'll drop it in the show notes. She'll have 10 done by next time. <laughs> <laughs> but Ginger, couldn't you imagine doing the littler, you know, the smaller size blocks and then turning it into a bag would be super cute. Oh, yeah. That would be really, really cute. Oh, and they just did a new uh, series. It's called uh, Make While You Bake on So Daily, So Daily Network. And it has a quilted bag that's in there that, oh my God, if you had that fabric to do it in, it would be amazing. It would be so mm. cute. <laughs> I'll have to look. It's been showing on the on the video screen at work. Yeah. Oh, um, but good. I haven't had time to stop and watch. <laughs> That was like the last thing I got to work on before I left. So I was like, oh, when it came up, I was like, yay. All the stuff that I finished when I left in August, it's like now it's all coming to fruition. So it's pretty right. Cool. <laughs> See, so then that just reminded me of the funniest thing. A couple of weeks ago, I got messages from two of the ladies in my quilt guild that one of the love of quilting segments that I had been on had shown on their their station locally. And I think it was like three years ago that we did that recording. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, I know her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was funny. Did they like it? They did. And it mm-hmm. was really fun because it was a segment where we talked about 
taking an hourglass block and fracturing it and putting it together differently. And I'd forgotten all about that. (laughs) So I had to dig out my issue of the magazine. So I had the instructions and I made two of the blocks just to make sure I could still do it. And yes, I could. (laughs) Of course you could. (laughs) Yeah. As if. Oh my gosh, but I totally get that, you know, doing something and then forgetting that you did it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just I feel like it's part of our our schedule is is just we're always working on the next thing and so Right. It's out of our brains after we do. You got to make space, man. You got to. So, I've got a project next week that I'm a little bit excited about um that I wanted to tell you guys about. I'm doing a sneak peek for Glowforge. Do you okay. know what a glow? I don't know that. Is? Yeah, I'm like, hmm, what is that? It is a laser cutter. <gasps> and so I am going to try this weekend to cut fabric with a laser. You're going to be working with freaking lasers? Yeah. <laughs> laser beams. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh. So I'm going to be attempting to cut fabric with the laser, making acrylic templates myself. I'm going to try to cut out applique shapes by just scanning in the picture in the, in the Glowforge and then cutting out the shapes on the fabric. And if I can, I'm going to attempt to put a quilting, like a quilting motif onto some, something. I'm not quite sure yet what it's going to be. I was originally thinking of putting it on like a, a a tumbler or a, you know, Mm. aluminum, cup Um, but then I was a little worried about the fact that most cups are tapered and so it'll be a little tricky for me as a newbie to you know get it to stay still in the laser and then also get the design to look normal so we're thinking of putting it on like an ornament or something like that where it's a little oh yeah one one of the flat ones so that's what I'm going to be playing with this weekend and hopefully not setting the office on fire <laughs> oh my gosh. Well that'll make that'll make for an interesting next episode. <laughs> yeah. We had a call today and they asked me how, you know, are are you ready for this next week, Tracy? And I was like, Well, I'm hoping to do that over the weekend. Um uh do, is there a fire extinguisher in the office? <laughs> Just Sorry. in case, yes, just, just in case, because I don't know, I've not used this before, so I have no idea how it's going to go, but I am so stinking excited. Oh, oh yeah. So cool. Like, yeah. so, so cool. Oh, yeah. It's laser beams. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Bake has done sheet metal almost uh-huh. all of his working life, and that's been one of the major changes that's oh, come okay. about in that industry is instead of cutting things with tin snips or whatever, oh, they yeah. do them with the laser, and it's yeah. amazing what what they can do. Oh, my goodness. I'm excited for you, Tracy. Oh, yeah. Everything's cooler with lasers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I've known about this shoot for a few months, and I actually, like, seriously volunteered i was like oh, i want yeah. to be the one to play with the laser beam please i just been so, so cool. curious i actually last year at festival i took a class with charlotte and Gotti, and it was a mystery mm, and yeah. her mm-hmm. son cut out all of the pieces with 
a laser. A laser cut. Yeah. And so we had all of these. So it was really interesting because everything was packaged in these little baggies. And when you opened them up, it smelled like a little smoky. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right. Added bonus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is really neat thing to the edge of the fabric where because it's burning it, it doesn't fray. Yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. 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 And so it's an interesting thing. So I think it's really for certain applications, really kind of a yeah. cool thing. Oh, yeah. Plus they asked about if it would be possible to make um, the acrylic rulers for uh, free motion quilting, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, but they didn't realize that you need half inch thick. Right. <laughs> acrylic. And this, I think, will only cut. It'll cut more than a quarter of an inch, but I forgot how thick that was the maximum. So I was like, yeah, that's not going to work. And then he was like, but you can glue them together. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can do that. Well, so yeah. you can have like a half, a quarter of an inch, like thick of uh, like pile of thread or a thread of fabric that you can cut through. Is that what you're saying? Like, will it cut through that many or will can you just do one at a time? They only recommend one layer at a time. Okay. Um, you can, but apparently when it's, um, it has a puff of air that comes through to like oh, get the smoke yeah. out of the machine, it will sometimes blow up the fabric. Right. And so oh, yeah. I have to figure all that out. I just really haven't tried it. I know that um, there was a designer who came onto Quilting Arts, and I don't think that has gone live yet, but she, I actually got to see the segment that she was on. And uh, she uses the laser to cut out these really intricate different types of fabric like organza and like really beautiful sheer fabrics and creates these layered quilts um that look like maps and so they were really pretty cool but she suggests putting painter's tape on the edge to hold the edges down mm. but you have to be kind of careful about the parts in the middle that might pop oh, yeah. up so oh, yeah. it can oh. be done. You can do multiple layers, but you'd have to kind of carefully weigh down certain areas to make sure that it didn't blow up. Okay. So what you need to do then is you need to get some cool, like uh, disco lights and stuff like that. Put some techno mm -hmm. music on and just be like, I want you dancing around with the laser beams going everywhere. It's like, <laughs> I know this is so not what happens, but still, it just sounds oh, so cool. It's so funny. A few years ago at Market Ulfa, it was their anniversary, and they gave everybody these little, like, kind of disco balls with lights mm -hmm. that were miniature. Yeah. And I don't know if I still have mine, but now I'm like, darn it, I could have just put that, plug Check that your bags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you probably bags. donated it and didn't even I, realize I it. probably <laughs> did, because probably my husband gave me a guilt trip for holding on to a little disco ball. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, it has been so good catching up with you two. Yes, I know. Oh, my goodness. I guess we need to get ready for the next episode. So I will see you guys next time. And I miss you. I know. Miss you, too. It's so yes. good to hear your voices again. For yeah. sure. Thanks so much for listening to Quilt and Tell. Remember, you can find more information about our sponsors or what we talked about today in our show description. If you haven't already subscribed, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please tell your friends. Thanks for listening and happy quilting. The Quilt and Tell podcast is produced by me, Tracy Mooney, and our executive producer of podcasts is Jared Mayer.